0: Everybody, everybody welcome to elephant in the room part of disrupt the media and uh we are so happy to have you here on uh the uh roll tide pods channel on youtube make sure that you like and subscribe comment love the comments been great hearing from you guys and uh hopefully we'll be able to entertain you here again today hey before we talk football and alabama athletics let me remind you that our show is presented by mybookie.ag. Use the promo code next round to get 110% price match on your initial wager. And after a tough start, uh, you know, I'm rolling. You've had a great year. That's Jake Coker. I'm Mick Gillespie. So not a bad time to go in there and test the odds at MyBookie. And they they do it all, whether it's uh college football with one game left college basketball, and we're going to start talking some Alabama hoops with uh, the Crimson Tide going into SEC play, whether it's the NBA, whether it's the NHL, uh, European soccer. They got it all. Find out for yourself, mybookie.ag. All right, he's Jake Coker, as I mentioned, and I'm Mick Gillespie. Um, Feeling better? I mean, We've 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 had a tough week with the loss to Michigan, but I, I can I can tell by the look on your face that you're start starting to recover.
1: Yeah, I'm getting over it. Getting over it. You know, it's like a hangover these days. About three days, and I'm good. So we're getting there.
0: the uh, The show's gonna have Ryan Anderson on really soon. We thought we were gonna have him today, but a late audible.
1: Yep, screwed screwed us over. <laughs> it's like an Alabama practice in 2015. Just- <laughs> Can't, can't can't give me a break.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he um, what's what's really cool is is he's a contractor now. It's like you probably, he's so serious about it, and he should, man. It's like a real job. I'm oh, like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh,
1: <yeah. laughs> <I>
0: uh, <laughs> it's like I'm working with these uh, engineers and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, we got a beer over here waiting on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I, but you talked to him for a second on the phone, and I mean, we're, we're all kind of feeling the same way.
1: Oh, yeah. He's heartbroken, too. Yeah. You know, uh, you know the, the just the worst part about it is now, I mean, I, you know, usually as an Alabama fan, your season's not over till like, January 10th. I know. And now, next Monday night, we're just going to be sitting there watching, you know, unless, you know, unless you got a little money on the game, there's no reason to even – be too excited about it i as a know Mario fan you're I just know. watching you know what could have been i
0: know and i do i'm gonna
1: be watching <laughs> <laughs> a little the money st- on the game the too. thing
0: huh? yeah the sting of all of the loss um it the only thing that kind of made it better was that you know i'm kind of a michigan win now even though i didn't have michigan in the bowl pick'em thing you get to repick that championship game yeah be a good day for me <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's you know at least it gets me some interest yeah. you know uh how do you feel about this i i've always felt like when i played sports and i didn't play to the level you did and and then watching sports and covering sports the team that i lose to if i'm there i'm always like as much as it hurts I, i'd rather them win a championship and that just goes all the way back I, i've talked to this about this with my buddy jerry kingery who played baseball at bama and he talks about having the hump of LSU and they finally knock LSU out. I think of like a super regional and the LSU guys were like, you guys got to go win it now. Yeah. You know, and then, and that was back in the Jim
1: Wells days, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think it depends. I think it depends. I mean, I always felt like after, after we lost, I mean, when I was Alabama, we only lost twice and well, I say say three times, uh, after we lost to Ole, Miss, I mean uh, Ohio State, I didn't really care who won after that. You
0: didn't want them to win.
1: After we lost to Ole Miss, I wanted them to lose every game. Yeah, made. me
0: too. But that would have helped. Us. See, that's different though. Like, I don't mean like regular season. I'm talking oh, no. about I mean, Even, playoffs even and stuff. set
1: set aside the fact that we needed them to lose, I just couldn't stand Ole Miss. Yeah, their their fans after they beat us said Ole Miss, and then uh, how know. was that?
0: You were, you were there, right?
1: We uh, lost there, I mean, and yeah, then we they lost it to home. the home. Field, you know, they. What, what it was was it hard to get off the field? Uh, yeah, it was pretty tough. It was pretty tough. Uh, I mean, you know, it guy, some of our guys had to push them out of the way, and you know, try to make our way to the tunnel, and you know, Ole Miss doesn't have they, especially at that time, had not a whole lot of big wins, so they took every advantage of of uh, they could in terms of enjoying that moment.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the way it is. You know, when you're, when the thing about it, and I say that that's the way it is when you're the best, because it means something to beat you.
1: Uh, it's, it's like we talked the other day. Once you beat Alabama, you're you've, you've validated everything yeah. you worked for. I know. You know when you get to beat the standard, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, like it, it says, takes a great game to do it. And it says it all when you rush the field. I yeah, mean, right. when your fan base rushes the field, that's ultimately a, a sign of respect, you know, for, for what they've accomplished. So, yeah, but you know, again, I, I, no, I, I, Ole Miss is personally, they're right up there with Tennessee and Auburn for me.
0: Yeah. Well, and they, and they're stacking up right now. Your buddy Lane Kiffin's like killing it in the transfer portal.
1: Yeah. We'll see how that, how that goes. Yeah. Do we, do we play them next year? I know we did the uh, – No, we don't play them. I, that's what I, I think uh, – I don't think we'll play them for another three years or something like that.
0: Where is that? Yeah, we even did the – I got a compliment today on my channel from uh, somebody that watched the show with you and Ryan. And they were like, oh, tell Jake and Ryan I said hi, like of today. You know, and that's – because now I think we're looking ahead now. You know, we did the – you guys jumped on with me. We did the schedule release. Remember uh, that? Yeah, yeah. It was so much fun.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everybody keep that nightgown on. We
0: got flagged. (laughs) We we got flagged from YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Uh, (laughs) That was one of those shows where uh, we did did this one and we did that one. And the next day, I was laughing so hard about (laughs) some of the stuff that we talked about.
1: You know, when you have an old teammate on. It's like uh, you know, there's no telling what's going to be said. Yeah, there's just too many memories there. You know,
0: the the couple things, couple funny we'll have things to get
1: Denzel ball on here. One oh time yeah, so man, bring him on. Uh, the couch great. is
0: yours to invite people.
1: So. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to get him over here.
0: We just uh, you, you guys can't see the couch, but just redecorated the wall a little bit. Put my old uh, Alabama license plates up. So you got to wait until Rhino is here to be able to look at that.
1: Oh yeah, it's looking
0: good in here. Thank you, thank you. It's been fun, dude. Like the 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 season obviously was really exciting, and even when you look back uh, with the loss, um, it's been a blast just kind of covering it every day. You know, like uh, yeah. us kind of getting you know coming it's been together. Been
1: a Fun way to do it. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I've never followed it like this before. Never had the responsibility of. Speaking on Alabama football before in a somewhat media-type way.
0: <laughs> Responsibly.
1: <laughs> well, usually it's on, like, fine bomb or, or yeah. some, you know, you got to throw your take in there. And oh, yeah. It's got to yeah. be politically well, correct. and
0: Usually for you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you she she did a great job on fine bomb. I, I, I got a feeling that you turned down a lot of this stuff before you started doing this.
1: Oh, last, I don't know why
0: I just think that
1: last Friday uh, um, let see katie hennessy she's she's one of the, like the talent producer over there, and uh apparently she was messaging me on on instagram and and uh, Twitter, and I just never saw it i, I I'm just not on the social media <laughs> circuit very much, so she reached out to my wife and uh, Sarah was like she texted me a screenshot of, of what she sent and she was like, what are you doing? Like, you got to do this. And we were up there for new year's and it was Friday. And I was planning on deer hunting that <laughs> afternoon. And, uh, she was like, can you do four 30? And I was like, uh, oh, I'm going to be deer hunting then. And <laughs> I told Sarah, I was like, ah, I don't think I'm going to do it. And she goes, are you, she's like, what, what is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> You have to do this. And I was like, All right. I'll do it. Jump in and do it. (laughs) Yeah. But but then they made it. I think it was three o'clock. It was three. Yeah. I
0: I, I listened. I was waiting for you to, you know, shout us out, man.
1: Well, they kind of rushed me off. (laughs) Is
0: it coming? Is it coming?
1: You know, I got. got Think about all the new viewers we would have had.
0: (laughs) You killed it in that interview. And then you go, you
1: know, hey, (laughs) Paul. Well the thing is, they they the producer of that show is like he Paul knows about the Elephant in the Room. He's you know we'll, we'll get to that. Is he a big fan. And, and so I, <laughs> <laughs> I like that I think the humor of this show goes right over that bald head. <laughs> <laughs> the answer's no. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but he didn't want to promote it, so.
0: Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't buy so, it, yeah, what you were doing these days. I was days.
1: expecting him to ease me into that, you know, an, an easy promo, which is usually what happens. Usually, like, yeah. you go on Clay, Clay show or somebody else, they're like, so what's going on nowadays? And, you know, you have a chance right. to, to say everything. And uh, well, you go on the East Germanian made, show. Yeah, as soon as I made the joke about him. then um, on that one, right? <laughs> yeah. As soon as I made a joke about him shitting on our dynasty, I he was done with it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> you,
0: you, you sent things in the wrong direction fast.
1: <laughs> I mean, right off the bat, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh,
0: happy birthday to Derrick Henry yesterday, man. Uh, 30 years old.
1: Yep, 30 years old. About a year and a half younger than me. And... uh Carried me too. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think we carried everybody. I, I I'm I'm thinking that he's an NFL Hall of Famer.
1: I mean, I don't know how he's not. You know, it's you know that, that's one of those that's one of those crazy um, overthinking draft picks more than any anyone I've ever seen. Derrick Henry going in the second round. I think it was late second round, and uh, because they were afraid of of I think it was his agility in the backfield and the guys. Bigger, faster, stronger than everybody that's trying to tackle him outside of guys that are 100 po- or 50 pounds less than him.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, the Titans got a steal.
0: Yeah, they did. I didn't. I I forgot. I mean, I you know I don't cover the NFL like I do college. You know, and, yeah. Um, the
1: draft is these people that that it's insane to me how the the draft process works and how. How they take guys and and pay them all this money and fifty percent of them, you know, are replaced by undrafted free agents. Yeah, how
0: about that? Well, it's because scouting, and and I know baseball scouting. I don't know football scouting, but I know baseball scouting. Yeah. It's it it really is an uh, unexact science, and and the reason why is that you just can't tell what someone's going to do. First off, a former a top executive with a baseball team told me one time that money doesn't come with instructions. And he was talking about the fact that this team had paid this guy, this pitcher, a lot of money. Yeah. And then the guy just was like doing crazy shit all the time. And they're like, you know, and once you give the contract, it's really tough to go back and get them to do the things that they need to do. Oh yeah. Or what got them there in the first place, right? Yeah.
1: Or admit that you're wrong.
0: Well, you admit you're wrong and you're fired. Yeah. And that in that world, you know. And so, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a part of it. The other part of it is health, man. I mean, you know this you, guys get injured playing sports, and you come back and if the surgery doesn't take it or maybe you're just yeah. not, you don't have the same ability anymore after that
1: oh uh, yeah there's no doubt about that no there's that's irrefutable uh but you know there's so many guys that get taken that you've never never seen do much right uh and it's all measurables and and intangible things and and sometimes you just got to pick a winner you know yeah and, and then again well so,
0: who's available too? yeah you know well, you may have a need at a certain position and by the time it gets there you know you're like man we have to take the best safety right
1: now yeah yeah and then and then you see so many, I mean, so many times uh, a franchise. Sometimes they just the franchise sucks. I mean, they don't have the people around yeah. to to help develop guys and and make them play to the best of their ability. Yeah, and I brought it up before that. I mean, Tua is prime example, one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen in college, and one of the best NFL quarterbacks now. Had Mike McDaniel not gone to the Dolphins, who knows what what happens? I mean,
0: yeah, I love him. Uh, He's one of my favorite coaches. The hard
1: knocks. The hard end season hard knocks with him is one of the best. He's you have to watch it. He's so good. He is so good. Just a, I mean, uh, you know, any leader that's accountable like that is. You don't even have to be that great, but when you got guys that believe in you and play that play hard for you the way they play for him, because he's just an accountable guy. Yeah, and, you know, makes a bad call is on me.
0: Yeah, right. But I think that's refreshing. Oh yeah, you know, the, one of the things that changed a lot. And, and I'm, we're going to talk about the guys that are leaving Alabama for the NFL draft. So don't let me forget that. But yeah. One of the things that has changed a lot with the way that people are programmed now compared to where they used to be programmed is that you really have to tell young people, uh, if you're the leader, why you do things. And, and the reason why it's changed, in my opinion, is there used to be a draft. So we would have had to go into the military, right? Yeah. Up until when? Like the 70s or something? Oh, yeah. you know? And so none of us did, we we didn't do that. You you know this because your brothers are in there, right? Yeah. You, but, you know
1: uh uh what's crazy my my grandfather uh Jules Mounier, he got drafted by the Celtics and the Yankees and then got drafted and he couldn't play.
0: Your grandfather's name is Say J- that again.
1: Jules Meunier. That is yeah. an
0: awesome name. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: the best name I've ever heard. <laughs> he's, he was about 6'5". Uh, just, uh, I mean, he's uh, – all the older older guys know him around here, you know, just from him being so good at basketball and baseball. Yeah.
0: I just love uh, the name.
1: Oh, yeah. But it's he, a
0: broadcaster name.
1: Oh, yeah. It's a uh, – yeah, he's he's from – Is that Cajun? French. It is French. Yeah. Wow. Yeah,
0: there's a guy named Will. a lot of
1: a lot of New Orleans history.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a guy named Will Venables, and he was coaching for the Cubs, and I I became friends with him because I was like, I love your name. <laughs> I just love saying Venables it. is a that's Will that. Venables. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cool name.
1: <laughs> yeah. Monier. Yeah, but he's he got. How do you dr- spell that? I,
0: I couldn't M-U-G-N-I-E-R. spell it.
1: M-U-G-N-I-E-R. Okay, so yeah, see, I would have never got my that. mom's dead. Obviously, yeah, that's um, awesome. Uh, but he, yeah, no, he, he was a beast. We got handwritten letters from Red Auerbach that he sent, uh, nice. pretty wild. Just, you know, you, you think about historical figures and, and you see some of those letters. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that
0: is cool. Where, where, where are they now?
1: Uh, my mom's got them somewhere, you got to pu- gotta gotta frame, frame those and framed. put them yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh,
0: on a whole side topic because last show we talked about the rings that were taken to Pawn Stars. And then I'm watching Pawn Stars and the that episode was comes on. I was
1: to text you back about that last night.
0: Dude, I couldn't believe that it came on. I did, I didn't put it on or search yeah. for it or anything. But oh, it's yeah. season Whose 20. rings were they? They were um uh uh man, running back on the 2020 team, uh, backup Robinson. Ka- Ka- not Khalil, but um
1: it couldn't have been Brian Robinson. No, no,
0: no, it was the other one. I I'll I'll, I'll I'll look it up. But, but it was somebody that didn't play a lot and the rings were worth 40 Thousand dollars, and the guy's like, "Hey," which we know this. Like that, they're, they're like,
1: "If you actually melted them down, or it's, it's, it's not like even five hundred bucks, yeah,
0: I it's five hundred bucks because that was the rule." But the, I was just like asking Stephanie. I was like, "I wonder if what a Cubs ring would be worth with somebody that no one's ever heard of before?" Yeah, <laughs> 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 like this. <laughs> Because I know your rings would. If that guy got forty, he got. It wasn't the player though. Whoever had the rings got forty thousand dollars for fifteen hundred dollars worth of rings. But it. But it's. It's not the. The value of the ring isn't the value of what it costs to make the ring. It's the value
1: of the ring. Fundamental value
0: it's not sentimental value. It's value. (laughs) Uh, uh, You know what I mean? Like it's even above that. It's the value of what your team did, the accomplishment, the rarity of it. You know what I'm saying? Like the materials aren't what's valuable.
1: Yeah. You know Uh, what I'm I'm saying? I'm still shocked at the. the that's the case. Well, was that if what you, you told were talking me my about? Rate was forty grand? I'd be like, what the hell? I mean, you you had those things hanging out at work. I did. Th- yeah. This Just thinking, I was like, well, oh, that's when I when I saw that. I think I, I think I mentioned this, but when I saw that, I was I saw the pawn pawn stars episode or heard about it and saw it in an article. I was like, I got to get these out of here. <laughs> you
0: know? I'm looking it up, and I sent you a, a picture so I can just look. Yeah, I I didn't. That's I couldn't believe it. Um, they're beautiful rings too, by the way.
1: Coming in an awesome case too.
0: Oh yeah. Man, I, I didn't take a picture. But yeah, I I was not expecting that. I would well, I'd say this too, man. The the one thing that I'm kind of gl- there's
1: something I don't think a like if if Washington wins it this year, I don't. I, st- I don't think that's as valuable as the Alabama brand. And yeah. I don't know if. I don't know if they'd be
0: Keelan for- Robinson.
1: Okay. I yeah. don't know if in ten years when Coach Saban's gone, if if those rings will be worth that. Do you think? I mean.
0: I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, they're championship rings, so I mean, like, I think there's always a value there. Well, think about this: we have rings, so it, it when you have one, it's like it's different than when you don't have. You know what I'm yeah. saying by that? Like, yeah. like, the, you know, the. but I'm thinking about what it was like before I had one. Like, if I'm going to get one of these. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then
1: I don't know. Well, it's a pretty, it'd be pretty awesome to have. I mean, when you think about it, like Derrick Henry's ring, if you were a huge Alabama fan. Yeah, but and,
0: dude, yours too, man. I mean,
1: like. Well, Derrick's would be a whole different ballgame. You think so? Oh, God. Let's Hell, get yeah, the Heisman Trophy winner, the
0: yeah NFL Hall of Famer.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he doesn't need those rings anymore. No, he doesn't. We buy them
0: from him, and he needs he- to help his quarterback out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. Be- I could- honestly I couldn't believe it. I just was like sitting there watching that, and and I talked. And you to think a-
1: he would have scored those touchdowns if I hadn't handed them off? Yeah, right? Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had talked to a friend of mine who has a friend that had bought some of these rings off of other players over the years. And I will, and, and has like a display case and all this stuff. And I was like, man, it's crazy, you know? And then you go to the mall and you see like T-Town Tom and he's got the rings in there and stuff. And, yeah, and I'm like, man, you know, um, Wonder what those things are worth. Like I never, and then you said that, but I thought I didn't know you were talking about an Alabama player. I thought it was just somebody off of a college football team that went in and sold their no, rings.
1: You didn't even know what I was talking about? No, I, I thought you knew that. I was. I thought. I thought that was kind of a no, well-known story. At no, this no. point for Alabama fans. Well,
0: not to me. I mean, I guess I just didn't know. And then, and then I'm. We had talked about it, and then you know, and then I'm just sitting in there watching TV, doing some work on my computer, and uh, all of a sudden I'm like holy shit look at this <laughs> <laughs> it's got like all the alabama rings and so this like, was just complete you didn't
1: youtube it it was completely I, random. As the, I
0: swear you left the house i i sat on the couch watching the show because that's what brought the whole thing up is that we had it on here and then it came on and then i took a picture and sent it to you because i was just like we got to replay this I didn't know what season the k- show came on. I, I wasn't really thinking about like, I wasn't really in that mode at that point. You know? Yeah. It, it was like an That's hour after you left. I know. Isn't that crazy though? How that kind of stuff happens sometimes. And then Jesus. And then I, but the weird thing is that the other friend of mine just sent me pictures of him wearing these rings that his friend had, you know, like a couple days ago. So I sent him the same thing. And I was like the same pictures I sent you, which I was like, man, that is crazy. You know, and then when I was trying to figure out how much your rings were, because the joke was that I was saying that we should take them up there and sell them. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, well, what? Like, think about what the the haul that you could get. You got the Florida State rings and the Alabama rings. (laughs) But really what the trick would be, and I mean, just between us. You'd
1: have to sell them together. Yeah, but just between us, this is the trick.
0: We say that we lost them. Get the replacements, then sell. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll even pay the fifteen hundred bucks. Don't tell anybody though. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I, obviously I'm kidding. It, it, but the the value the the value of these. It really, honestly, I feel bad for the players that were in a financial spot where they had to sell those rings.
1: Oh yeah, because you know but at some that point you'd like to buy them back. Yeah, you like know, and you'd think. Yeah,
0: right. And they're never going to have the opportunity to do that. Now, if I was athletics director, I would probably approve them to get another one eventually. Yeah, you know, like because I, I mean, before nil, it you really was think unfair. They did it.
1: I well, mean, if, it's, it's, if somebody took mine, I would hope that I could.
0: It's a process, call the,
1: though. Call the school and yeah, yeah. hopefully have that done.
0: You got to get. Uh, I know a guy who played in their Actually, nine. I did
1: lose one ring. Did uh, you? Not a national. We won the Champ Sports Bowl my freshman year. And in the process of moving from apartment to other apartment and all that, I, I lost my Champ Sports Bowl ring. So I have no idea where that is. If you want another one, I I think I might know the person to talk to.
0: <laughs> but I'm being serious, yeah. The you, you said there's a person that you ask that works there, the athletic director, and then they can <laughs> they can they can um they they can basically say, hey, yeah, he can buy another one or whatever. Yeah, I I don't know like if you have to pay for it or they pay for it or what, but um, they'd be you want to have all of them. You know, it's not like you sold your champ sports ring. You know.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. No. I, yeah. I have no idea where. Was it, is. it a cool ring? I don't even remember what it looks like. Yeah, it's been that long, huh? You know, I mean, again, it was, you, you know, when you're playing at Florida State and you, you'd expect to be in bigger bowls, uh. of course, I mean, I wasn't the starter or anything. That was my freshman, redshirt freshman year. But, uh, I mean, it was disappointing for everybody on the team, I think, to be in the Champ Sports Bowl. Now, it was, a, it was a pretty badass bowl. We played Notre Dame yeah. in the Citrus Bowl. and. It was sold out, you know, anytime you get to play. You
0: didn't opt out?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Can you, you know, like, think nah. about that. Like, think about that. This is one of the things that bothers me about college football, is that you guys went in there and were like, this wasn't what we wanted to do, but you showed up and you freaking played the game.
1: Oh, yeah, it was awesome. You to... took a lot of
0: pride in that.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. You wore the uniform. Notre Dame, I mean, right. still a cool. They didn't opt out. You didn't opt out. Yeah. It mattered too yeah you. no opt-outs EJ Manuel played on a broken freaking leg love that man I mean I think he had a broken tibia and still played he still played in that game broke it during the game and kept playing wow And I don't think anybody knows that yeah I don't know if anybody' has ever said that but yeah uh insane what he was doing yeah
0: but I haven't I mean it should have never changed from that that's yeah. that's the problem with where college football is right now is it that Florida State this year goes to the Orange Bowl, which is a killer bowl.
1: It's one of the best bowls ever. Oh, yeah. like I mean, I mean, it's top five. It's a BCS Bowl. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, even in I the history of the game, man, just I mean, orange.
0: go back and look at it, you know? It's like Alabama against Nebraska and, you know, and oh, yeah. Notre Dame against, you know, whoever. I mean, Florida State played some huge games there with Bobby Bowden, right? And for those guys to, like, opt out, the The level of disrespect for the game itself is what bothers me the most about the direction that things oh, are yeah. going.
1: Well, I mean, it's the, you know, nowadays that's the new fad is erasing history wherever you can. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And football is no different than anything else. Yeah. Uh, the importance of... I mean, it's like it's like even even golf now with with live. I mean, look, I don't I don't blame those guys for for taking that money. Hell, it's life changing for your great great grandchildren. But uh, I mean the just the tradition of of sporting events with this generation of people we have now it's just the appreciation's been lost.
0: Yeah, you know it's scary and it's sad. Oh yeah. It's well said though. And and I I don't know how they're going to fix it. I mean, the, I just don't. I'm uh, and Nick Saban warned us about this as a possibility when they started doing like the expanded college football playoff, but I don't think anyone could have seen this whole like opt out culture which was started by Christian McCaffrey, you yep. know
1: yeah I, I i still remember finding that out and i was like what in the hell i mean i was like i guess it's a good idea but for him but yeah but yeah, that it was, that was prior to this now i mean now it's just become such a zoo well
0: it's like guys opt out and they're not even that good like you know uh,
1: yeah i mean guys that that might get picked in the fifth round. It's like, I mean, what are you? What are we doing here? <laughs> <Right. know? laughs>
0: well, what do you? What are you? What are you there for? Are you there because you love the game, or are you there because it's a business venture?
1: And and what does that say about the kind of guy you are? Yeah, I know. You know, I mean, it's almost like a, I don't know. To me, you know, when you, anytime you do anything, and and I don't really care about the manner in which you do it. It's the effort
0: that you. Yeah, unplugged. Just kind of pull your yeah. There you go. There you go. You're back. Yeah. All right. Where
1: were we? Um, the,
0: you're, you were right on the character, the kind of character you have.
1: Well, no. I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's it. Whenever, whenever I was trying to to play or or do anything, uh, it's not really about the the manner in which you do things. It's people make mistakes. People sometimes do things the wrong way, say the wrong things, but if you've got a lot of effort and pride in what you do and, and, and everything you do is a reflection of your family to a certain degree. Yeah. I mean, that's what to me, life's all about. It's making, you know, your family proud, everybody around you proud and, and, and doing things the right way, trying to, at least I can appreciate that.
0: Giving an effort.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, with you, dude. Opting out of bowls and, and not fulfilling the, the promise you made to the coach that signed you, Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, you can, you can bitch and moan about not playing, not getting the opportunity. I mean, at the end of the day, that's, that's, that's you, that's, that's your fault. I mean, to a certain degree, you didn't prove without a shadow of a doubt that you were better than the guy next to you. But at the end of the day, that coach at that school gave you an opportunity, gave you a scholarship, a free, free education. And you owe it to that guy. To show up for work. Right. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of quitting right before the finish line. Yeah.
0: Me too, man. Me too. And missing out on an opportunity of a lifetime. It's like,
1: when, it's when, not even, it's not, it's not about you. Yeah. You know, that's a good point. It's not about you. Yeah. It's about what you agreed to take part in.
0: That's right. It's about them, it's
1: about the group. Yeah. And the people that gave you an opportunity. Yeah. Your teammates that allowed for you to be in that position.
0: Yeah. And, and we're going to, I swear we're going to get into uh, the guys that are leaving Alabama, but you just reminded me of why I have so much admiration for Japanese baseball, you know, being in baseball, like and and you see the culture that the Japanese have for playing team baseball. It's, it's, they're so into the team and doing things the right way and honor and respect and you watch the game and it's played that way the way that the that it there's they take so much pride in the different levels not just major league baseball their their version of major league baseball or the minors i'm talking about even in high school like playing on your high school baseball oh, yeah. team is an enormous honor oh, you, yeah. you if you're on the high, the high school baseball team you have to ride your bike to school every day. Just telling you, like when when um you you see all the free agents that are out there, and and I'm thinking like no wonder the Dodgers went out and spent you know seven hundred million dollars for Otani, not just the 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 international brand that he brings to the dodgers but also the culture too you know and then they go out and they sign yamamoto for 200 million you know yeah. but you get that culture with with those guys like the 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 respect culture the culture of like we're going to work hard like we're once we're in we're all in and we're yeah. all in together oh yeah and and we're losing that in, um you know in 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 college football you know it's like hey if You know, half the team, half
1: of Florida State's team walked out. These kids are ruined in high school. They're told how good they are. Yeah, they're told, you know, that that you know (laughs) you you can do no wrong, and and you're 18 and you believe that. And uh, you know, when when kids, and then and then once you once these kids get out of of football and they realize that, you know, you are and you always were just a normal guy and you're gonna have to work hard just like everybody else to be successful. It's, it's kind of a culture shock.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Alabama, um, Dallas Turner uh, declared for the draft right after the game. Um, he kind of, he was pretty frustrated. He, he, Kind of made you know like a comment about you know, hey, I just do what they tell me to do, kind of thing. Like he probably wanted to pat rush the pat rush the passer a little bit more, but he had to drop back into pass coverage because of his position. And that's my thought on that. But I loved watching him play, he's leaving. Um Coley McKinstry and uh on Arnold and um Chris Braswell, all leaving. So it's a lot of guys on defense.
1: Well, we'll be all right. I mean, again, there's, there'll be another Dallas Turner, another, another Braswell. Um,
0: Which is crazy, but you're right. Yep.
1: Yeah. You just, you just got to hope again, you got to hope that the, the mental capacity and the, and the leadership is there for the guys that replace them. Yeah. Cause there'll be talented guys there. Uh, there'll be guys that are just as talented. Uh, or there'll be, you know, one or two that are that talented. But again, to me, it's, it's the talent's great. And, Coach Saban's always going to have that, but again, it's the leadership that takes you from he's going to get you there. You're going to be playoff eligible, but if you're going to win the national championship, you got to have those leaders. And it's like I was saying saying the other day. I mean, you got to have that group of guys, the, the group of guys that are a little bit not dirty, but they're pretty edgy. You know, right? As as we've talked about, Ryan's brought up before. You know, <laughs> yeah. Don't even help a guy up when he's down. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta have the guys that are pretty vocal, they got their heads on straight, and then your guys that just keep it in between the lines, play hard, don't say much.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, when you were there two thousand fourteen, uh at Alabama, what was it like after the loss and the guys that declared early for the draft? Do you remember any of those guys and you know, and kind of what you were thinking at that point?
1: I mean, I don't really remember. I can't remember who all didn't declare early. I know Mario was leaving, but that was, that was known, you know, that was known before the season started. That was going to be his last year. Right. Uh, but I'm trying to think of guys that left early that people were shocked by, and I don't think there was any that, that we were really, and yeah, there were, I don't think there were any shocking, shocking departures. No. Uh uh-uh. Um, and again, I don't think really at Alabama you had many. I know Jalen Armour Davis left a few years ago. That was one that was pretty shocking, I felt like. Mm-hmm. I think he's still on NFL roster. I think he could have gone higher in the draft he had stayed. But yeah. He's a St. Paul's mm-hmm. alum, too. Right. I wish um, oh, that what rec- receiver...
0: Uh, Slade Bolden. I wish he would have stayed for one more year. Yeah, that was. not really like it was a bad decision, but I really like him too. You know, like oh he, yeah,
1: he's a great. You know, I, well, I've only met him once, so I can't really say if he's a great guy or not. He seems to be a great guy, but you know, I. After that Miami, after that national championship in Miami, I was uh just walking by him and and we kind of made eye contact, had a good conversation, and he seemed like a great guy. Yeah, you
0: know? he was on the next round. Like he was there. Was he? Liked him, yeah. Seemed like a nice guy. And I I would think that, um, you know, with nil, he would have done fine, you know. But then maybe the great maybe, I don't he'd have know. done
1: great. Yeah, right. NIL. I mean, he was
0: great. I mean, and he would have been like the the one of the main wide receivers you threw. Well, the to. thing
1: about the nil for guys that like like him that again, I I'm not sure if he's on an NFL team now. I don't you know, maybe think a pr- so. Practice squad. Yeah. Uh. I mean, with the NIL, with that kind of marketing, you know, that kind of marketing push and your your name and, and face gets out there, uh, I mean, it leads to so many other opportunities for these guys that, that don't make it and, you know, to do well after after football. It gives them so many more leads. But, yeah. And he would have been one of those guys that would have been just absolutely perfect for that.
0: Like practice squad, Ravens O two, Falcons O three. Free agent right now though, I think. So I don't know, but yeah, he would have been it'd have been nice to have him back that mm-hmm. year. Uh, and
1: you could tell he was a leader out there too. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. Really mentally tough kind of guy. I think he was a walk on at yeah. first. Yeah. Well they didn't and have I anybody it, that could catch. Said it over and over again. A guy that's a walk on that gets a scholarship is a special person. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to be you have to be a mentally tough, uh, dedicated guy to go from a walk-on to a scholarship guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he was. I, I can't remember, but you're right. I mean, it. it's a long shot.
1: Yeah. I mean, we had t- Parker Barino and Michael Nicewander. Oh, yeah. And they were two of the best guys on the team, just, you know, unselfish, worked hard, loved Alabama, uh, you know, if – I mean, nice wander's as a coach now, but if I ever had a need for any kind of professional service from any of those guys, I'd be all over it. You just knew because, you could count them. Oh, right? yeah, that's right.
0: I think he was like Mr. Football in Louisiana, right? West Monroe, Louisiana. Just looking it up right now. I'm friends with uh, the Slaughter's, Jake. And uh Mike, they put his uh, uh Jake's with the Cubs and his dad, Mike, played for
1: Louisiana Tech. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my father in laws son with Louisiana Tech out of high school. They played they, baseball. Yeah. yeah. Ended yeah. up at Alabama. Well, he but. played
0: Jake's dad and uncle played football. Uh, and they were on the. The uh, the funny thing is, they uh, played f- football. Like La- La- lot tech, but Jake's, Jake's with, Cubs. with baseball. Yeah, he 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 got drafted by the Cubs twice. So he plays
1: football and baseball. He
0: was football and baseball in high school. Yeah, great, great, great family. I asked him about Duck Dynasty, and he like hung out with them and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so that you know, cool. I, I, I went, love that show, man.
1: I went through Monroe, and I went to that store one time, and I realized I don't know, man. It gave all it gave off some fraudulent vibes. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see.
0: It wasn't as big as it looked on. the No, show.
1: it just was in. It, there was like you know it was pretty. It was pretty urban right around there for Louisiana. So I you know they had the duck pond out there, and I was a big Duck Dynasty fan at at Florida State, and then when I saw it, it was uh, you know it's like it's like anything else. You know you you become a big fan, then you see it in person. It's like oh, that's sitting well. well that we we're
0: talking about Pawn Stars. Yeah, and uh and and Chris Bryant is from uh Vegas. You know, the baseball player. And I'm asking him because I think we both like the show. Yeah. He's like, it's nothing like the show. They don't even work there. And then I went <laughs> <laughs> somewhere there in Vegas and go there. And it's like the size of the studio. <laughs> there's 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 nobody there for there's no chumley here. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> know.
1: Rick's not hanging out in this place. Whoever's working there is like, "Hey, man, we got a Civil War cannon. You need to come over here." That's yeah, <laughs> so yeah. the only time they show up. Yeah, yeah.
0: So if we <laughs> took your rings in there, we would probably have to call ahead. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. That, but you
0: know, the the same we thing. We
1: put forty thousand on the show, man. We wouldn't give you ten dollars for these. <laughs> yeah, right. <It's> so that's <laughs> so crazy.
0: They have like they have a bunch of like NFL, like Super Bowl rings in there
1: too. Uh, I'm sure. I'm those sure those are
0: actually like. You know the materials real, but you know the crazy thing is that they're the value's the same. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, like really, like the, it, it's the like we were talking about before. It's the, it's the value of what it's valued for. It's yeah. supply and demand. Yeah, nobody's buying it because oh, it's this is you know white gold or these diamonds. It's, it's I want the exact Super Bowl ring that these guys had. You know, or championship ring.
1: You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, a real one, yeah, a real one's. I mean, a replica's not not taking you anywhere, you know.
0: So, I mean, we've been we've been on this topic a lot, but it's just funny like how this whole thing kind of un, unraveled. And uh and Bama gets a uh, SEC championship rings. So when you get these rings, you get the SEC championship and then you get two rings, one for the college football playoff, right? And then one for the like the AP National Championship. Is that has that how this works? Did you get? Did you get three from Florida State, too?
1: I got three from Florida State. One was the, the conference championship, and then there was two national championship rings. Uh, Alabama was SEC, Cotton Bowl, and national championship. Okay. So,
0: um, so who, who do you think, impact-wise, is going to hurt the most losing? Kool-Aid McKinstry, who basically took an entire side of the field away? because.
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough.
0: I mean, they didn't want to even throw anywhere near that guy. Was he um, on those guys so much that they were like watching film and they're like, there just isn't any opening over there?
1: Well, I mean, as, as he's breaking on the ball as soon as the receiver does. It's just, you know, when, when you can't even throw it early enough to beat him. Like, I mean, if, if the timing is right for most routes, just about every route, then you don't have anything to worry about against the right coverage.
0: He's going to go to the NFL. They're going to throw on him.
1: So then they're going to try, you know,
0: he might just he may crank it up. I'll tell you one thing he won't be doing returning kicks. (laughs) (laughs) Won't be doing that. (laughs) I'll tell you what, though, man, he's got one of the
1: best nicknames ever. Is Kool-Aid his nickname or is that his real name? No,
0: his his nickname. They said he had a really big grin when he was was born and he looked like the Kool-Aid man.
1: Well, I mean, Isn't that cool. He, 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 there was there was one guy. Uh, you know, they have. I know Barstool has the the best names in college football, and mm-hmm. there was one guy named Dakota Crawford, <laughs> and that, I think that was his birth name, like his real name. Oh, coldest so- <laughs>
0: yeah. What's uh? Let's go back to when we were kids. What are some of the best nicknames? We had um, we had a peanut. We had a pepper.
1: I think everybody's got a peanut. Did you pepper, guys have a peanut, too? A water bug. We didn't have a water bug. A water bug. I think that might be a Southern thing.
0: Yeah. We had a Pookie. A Boomer. I had a, I
1: had a freshman football coach named Pookie.
0: Yeah, Boomer. Boomer, and my my town was a big dude, man. Like it was like the fullback, running back dude. I got a cousin named
1: Boomer. Yeah. He just had his first daughter, yeah. Nice. Uh... You got a lot of nicknames. That I can't say. Yeah. On, don't on use podcast.
0: those. <laughs> 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 the, uh, w- one of the guys in my fraternity that was like our punter on, on the fraternity the KA team, we called him the uh, Irish Dion his, his son signed the kick punt for Alabama. Yeah. That tell you that? No. Did I talk about that. Yeah. Green Matt, Matt green. And I, I forget what his son's name is, but uh he's signed he with Alabama punting. His huh. brother Randall punted for Ole Miss. And it was just a different type of punt. No, you weren't the rec fields weren't made for those punts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Randall transferred, and I, I want to say, like, he would punt, and they'd be like these punts. Like people, if you haven't seen a real punt, it's not like when you're kicking it around in high school. I'm talking about <laughs> like the stuff that Burnup's doing. No wonder you can't catch it, man. When oh, you, yeah. you think it's coming down, and it's not.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Then
0: you think it's coming down, and it's still not coming the, down. I mean, it's speed,
1: knuckling. You know, Yeah, you gotta. I mean, a punt's it's it's just up one way and then spins back around this way. I yeah. Mean, again, I would. I'd never want to do it. Had another. Had a, had one teammate in high school. We called Fatback. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had no ass <laughs> straight, I mean, it, when his back and oh, his legs started, yeah. <laughs> How
0: about one of the? I'll tell you what, man. If you, there, you we've talked about fluffopotamus on here before. Oh, yeah, met that guy, and he's like, um, you know, hey, you know, Bob shakes my hand, and he's like, I, you know, he says his real name, and then he goes, But everybody calls me fluffopotamus, and I thought, I love this guy. You know what I mean? Like just oh, won yeah. me over with his nickname. <laughs> I, see him like, I mean, I had to hang out with him all the time. Like, you know, if he was at the cigar place, R and R over in Tuscaloosa, oh, yeah. i just you gotta
1: love a guy who just embraces it all. Yeah, right. And is just, you I, know, but but that's what we is. love that's here. Yeah, oh, yeah, right.
0: And I'm a I'm a heavy set guy with a you know, a big like a like a fluffy dude. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fluffyponyous. So we're like, I, I love this guy, you know. <laughs> You you you, you 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 can change the – you can basically change the way that people look at you by basically being a little bit self-deprecating, you know. He was a funny guy, really smart, great Alabama basketball fan. Got to be good, good friends with him. And sadly, I, I mean
1: – Yeah, that was one of the most God, that's emotional Alabama losses I, I can remember. You know, just uh, – and I didn't even know him. But, I mean, great you'd guy. see him on TV. You'd see him all over the place. And, I don't know anybody that influential, you know. Just kind of like the keeps morale that high. Oh you know, yeah, it's pretty special.
0: Well, loved basketball. He would always try to convince me. It, it it took me a minute to like realize that Nate Oates was the real deal because every time Bama gets a basketball coach, it's we got the real deal coming. Hey, we just hired Anthony Grant, and this guy was part of Florida's dynasty. He can recruit. He's the real deal. No, oh, yeah. Gets there clown, man. Uh, clown. Like I I like filled in for Chris Stewart and and he's the worst guy I've ever been around in professional sports. I mean, he 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 was just hard to deal with. He was rude and mean and just
1: awful. Anthony Grant?
0: Yes, awful. Jeez. Awful. Awful. He he wouldn't let you come in and eat with the team. You'd have to stand outside while they were eating. All the other coaches you just come in. I mean, you're you're part of the crew. Yeah. And then you get out there and then he doesn't want to answer any questions. Like yeah. like, you know, like you did something to him. And um and then he gives you like smart smart ass remarks and um awful, man. Like it was terrible and then everybody around there was like, "Yeah, we didn't want to say anything, but" Look, I'll show you a picture.
1: Got one right here. <laughs> yeah, so you got that in yeah, a pretty hard place to see.
0: Yeah, right there. Yeah, take a look at it. <laughs> so, that, but see, I I got to do the Maryland Alabama game. So I you know I transferred from Maryland. So it was like cool, man. Like you know. Yeah. But yeah, he wasn't very nice. And he wasn't any good. And then we get
1: Oh, that picture. Yeah, you got that in a pretty uh
0: one of them fell on my head today when i was working on the uh, <laughs> <laughs> full disclosure um yeah there's like a lip up there so then um
1: so then we get um wish there'd have been a microphone in here when that happened no
0: man <laughs> it was terrible i'm just glad that my neon sign didn't fall so then um so then we got him he stunk then we got um avery johnson who i like avery johnson
1: yeah i like avery you know That's and fine. so
0: i, I was kind of like mm-hmm. man i, I was
1: Telling I needed to see him go. Yeah, me too. I Even, told- I mean, I you know, I get it. It's part of the business, but uh, he came, he came up to me after the Cotton Bowl and and was uh, that's where I have met him. He just so so nice and you know, yeah. I mean, he's probably done that a million times, you know. But it just people who come up to you that don't really need to do that, you know, it means a lot. Like Roman Roman Harper has done that. I love Roman. Got yeah. to know him over the last few years. Uh, just guys that kind of go out of their way to to talk to you and yeah say hello and you know just tell you what they think it's just
0: it just be nice oh no, yeah how hard is it to be nice to somebody yeah, you know? yeah <laughs> like, you're right i mean i'm i'm in um puerto rico filling in for for chris stewart there and we're playing Maryland. Johnny Holiday, who's their play-by-play guy, is to me like the top of the mountain yeah. when it comes to basketball play-by-play. I mean, and I'm on the other side. Of the, I, he's a couple rows down from me. Yeah, I've been listening to this guy my whole life. So instead of me being out with Brian Pasick hanging out at the pool, I'm in there waiting on Anthony Grant. And he can't even tell me what time he wants to do his interview. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, and then he's mean to me on top of it. <laughs> you know? So when Avery Johnson, he was such a nice guy, like you said. Just he's just a genuinely nice guy. Oh yeah. So then we get so Fluff's telling me that we're getting Nate Oates, and I'm like, look, man, I like Avery Johnson. Like, let's, you know, what what do we expect here? Oh, you yeah. know, this isn't a basketball school. Well, I was wrong. Okay, <laughs> Anthony Grant came yeah. in, he's telling me, and 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 uh, I'm sorry, uh, Nate Oates comes in, and I'm telling you, man, the guy's been. He's special.
1: I mean, since day one, it was special. Now, now, uh, Avery Johnson did a great job building that team. He did. I think he was a hell of a recruiter. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, I don't know. I, I obviously, he couldn't take that team where, where Nate Oates has taken them. No. You know,
0: well, it's, it's, Nate Oates is, I mean, when he leaves here, he's
1: Sean Junk- Judkins yeah, yeah. is yeah. entering the transfer pool? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yes. So somebody was messaging me that. I'm. We'll talk about that here in a second. What because, in the world? Because I'm. Because I'm telling you, like, um, he he's probably seeing all this money that they're spending on all these other guys and going, you know what?
1: Yeah, I've been here doing this for what two
0: years? Yeah, and you know, or Auburn's in his ear with some cash.
1: My gosh!
0: Yeah, that'd be a. Bet, That's a huge blow right there. I wonder where he goes. Um, but yeah, Nate Oates, great, uh, great, great team, man. Like, great. This he's won two SEC championships. Yeah. We never even got you know got sniffed one since 2002.
1: Yeah, one back to back, right? Yeah. Am I am I right about that? Yeah.
0: I no, I think there was a gap in between. Okay. We won Auburn one, and so let's talk. Let's talk transfer portal. And and um. Junkins, uh, possibly transferring from Ole Miss. Um, do you think he's seeing all the money because they're killing it right now in the portal, which means that they're spending their NIL money on transfers?
1: You know, I think all these NIL deals are a little bit inflated, just to try to get more money. But I mean, gosh, he's a he's the he's the guy at Ole Miss. Yeah, I mean Jackson Dart. I, I mean he's the quarterback, but He's an Alabama guy, too. But Judkins is the, the one that, you know, everybody knows about in Ole Miss, at least if you follow football. Yeah. Jeez, uh, I wonder if he's coming to Alabama.
0: Well, or Auburn.
1: He's a Montgomery guy.
0: Yeah, That's what I'm saying. It's an a- Auburn
1: town. Yep. I don't know, man. That's pretty wild. He's going to come back to Alabama or Auburn, I would think. Though.
0: I would think that they're going to be in the mix for it.
1: That's where the most money is going to be, I would think. Yeah. Unless you want to go to Texas. Yeah. A&M.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy because they've had so much success, you know, Ole Miss. Like, they had a great season. They don't have Alabama on the schedule next year. Well,
1: everything's looking up at Ole Miss. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I, I think they'll have another, another 10-win season. But, man, it's going to be tough Th- this next year. I don't know what their schedule looks like, but. This next year's gonna be a gauntlet for everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna give us lots of stuff to talk about, though. Oh, it's gonna be great! Yeah. I love the power, the supercar. Again, with with the like we've talked about earlier in this podcast, with the the lack of of focus or uh, just the appreciation for for college football anymore you have to play big games just about every week in order to keep people's uh focus and interest so i can't wait it's but you know again at the same time last few years it is kind of annoying when your team's playing average competition and in comparison to real sec football so I, I can't wait for it. Uh, I, I want to see these big-time games week after week. And then I, you really find out who who the pretenders are.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, Furman, Middle Tennessee, Wake Forest, Georgia Southern, Kentucky, South Carolina, LSU, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Georgia at home, Florida, Mississippi State. So, I mean, you know what? That's the beginning After of the schedule soft.
1: Week, week four, whenever, whenever Kentucky starts, man, they got to – which, you know, that's a problem. You you play those all, – all your easier games in the beginning of the year. Yeah. And then you start getting guys hurt week six, week eight. You start – start guys just start dropping. Man, it's uh, – I'd rather spread those games out. Yeah, I mean, right. That's going to be tough. I mean, week in, week out, you got Oklahoma, Florida, and I don't care what anybody says. I I, I don't care if Florida's six and six.
0: Still a tough that's game. That's a
1: tough game. A lot of talent over there. Yep. That's, yeah. the, you know, that's again, a lot of people don't realize team may be six and six, but that week they show up, man, they're dangerous. Oof. Yeah, that's going to be a tough, that's going to be a tough schedule.
0: When one of the things that's happening right now is that Alabama is, going through and having uh meetings with the different players right yeah and you you had to have gone through this right at the end of the season you get together they let you know like kind of where you stand yeah what's that experience like and what do they call those
1: i think you're in meetings if i had to guess
0: (laughs) (laughs) but did you do that like at the end of the year like yeah you
1: you gotta meet with coach saban and, and talk but uh
0: how long did it last
1: I don't think it lasted very long.
0: Well, because you you weren't a person he was letting walk away.
1: Well, I mean, I, I I wouldn't go anywhere. You know, I mean, it it I think it depends on the guy. Um, There's some guys where he was like, "Hey, you probably need to." Well, for me, for me, I didn't really care. Like, I mean, it was I was staying in Alabama. I, whatever you tell me doesn't matter. I, I'm here. I'm gonna practice and play and do whatever right, I need to do to right. start. So, yeah. I mean, you could say I was last on the depth chart, and I'd be like, "Okay,
0: yeah, let's do this." You know?
1: Yeah, uh, but some guys would probably like, you
0: know, you're a great guy, but uh, we need your scholarship. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know there's some guy. I mean, there's you know, again, at every school, uh, I witness at Florida State, witness at Alabama. You know, I don't know what the meetings are like for guys that can't lose weight, or oh yeah, I mean, it's like guys that. The the biggest issue is, hey, get to this weight, and we'll we'll start. Get, when you get serious, we'll get serious about right. playing you. Yeah, and guys that aren't even willing to lose weight, it's like, man, you what are we doing here? Yeah, right, We're just wasting everybody's time. Yeah, yeah. I I I didn't
0: even think about that being part of it. But I mean, some of these guys show up and they just can't play.
1: Oh, uh yeah. I, well, some of them get there, and it's. It's too fast. Again, or? they expect to show up and just play because they are who they are but, and but, they believe everything that was but told. they're not to them. good enough, is what I mean. Oh, yeah. no. But what I'm saying is, 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 yeah, they believe what they've been told during their pre oh, process. Right, right, right. Yeah, they're going to yeah, be yeah. a first round draft pick. Yeah. And you forget about all the work that's got to go into the three, four, five years that you're going to be there in order to achieve that. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen it so many times where guys just show up and they're like, half-ass workouts, half-ass seven on seven and just expect, well, this is what you told me when I was getting recruited. You know, you're lying to me. Well, no, we never lied to you. You just didn't do shit to help yourself out. Right. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's personal accountability. It's same, same thing where I, I've heard these stories about these guys looking for NIL deals after year one and they don't even show up. They show up late to workouts. They don't do what they're told. And and a program that's just hungry to look good taking a four-star away that Alabama really doesn't care if they lose right. because they've seen what kind of performance they're getting, mm-hmm. what kind of work ethic they're getting and they just gain another scholarship. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, again, I I'd take a, I'd take a two-star guy that just shows up on time, does what he's supposed to do, does more, uh, you know, brings the team together through through his actions than than I would a guy that is all world but just doesn't show up and and act like he cares about the process. Right. So.
0: Yeah, that's it. Get me
1: worked up over here.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, but I, I hear you though. Like what you're saying, basically, is that this time of year, you this is what's part of the job.
1: Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's any any kicking off the team, and I think I've. You know, I've seen a lot of guys a lot of times it takes three years for guys to really realize what it takes. Uh I mean, sometimes it's just it takes takes a few years. You don't really realize you know, how soft you are until you you put in the time, put in the effort and you realize how fun it is to actually be a participating member of the team. Yeah, right. Know, and be, be an asset to the team rather than a detriment. Did
0: you, as a leader on the team, have to kind of say to people, like, look, you, um, we need you to step up? Did the, I mean, because I, I know that the best teams are the teams that the coaches aren't the ones that are saying stuff like that. It's, it's, it, it come, it's a different come when it comes from your, your teammate than it is from your coach. You
1: understand what no, I mean? No, by that, that? no that's what I, I've been saying. The difference between a team that makes it to the SEC championship at Alabama and a team that, wins the national championship at Alabama are the teams that are policed by their own players. Yeah. So how's that? I mean, again, you could have – I don't care. Coach Saban's going to bring in the talent. And with that talent alone, if you've got a bunch of shitty – a lot of bad morale and bad leaders, he's going to get you to the SEC championship. I mean, most likely. And then from then on, if – if you don't win, you don't win the national championship, you don't win in the first round, most likely it's a it's a team problem. Right. Because, and again, I'm I'm pretty heavily in favor of Coach Saban, obviously. I think a lot of them think he's the best that's ever done it. Uh,
0: <laughs> we all
1: do. I mean, yeah, I mean. I, think <laughs> I it, was even going to make I a think joke, think but the you can <laughs> The numbers don't lie, you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: No, man, he's the great, he is literally the GOAT.
1: Yeah. And so at some point, you know, a guy that's proven himself time and time again, high character coach, uh, honest and transparent, can't ask for more from a guy like that. Uh, At some point, you got to kind of look in the mirror and say, all right, this is, this is probably my fault.
0: Did you, uh, so, so you, how do you guys do it? Like as team, teammates, like somebody's not doing their thing
1: it depends i mean it's like our our 2015-16 team you know I, i've i've seen a lot of guys get their ass whipped <laughs> <laughs> mean, I, mean, I mean it's almost you know the guy it's like well, that's one way of doing it oh yeah, yeah it's like it's like uh, uh you know if you've seen game of thrones it's like the <laughs> Fuck like the girl that has to walk through the whole town naked, yeah, you know. Yeah. What I mean, it's like you're shunned and Shame. you're embarrassed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: Uh, but it's a brutal. I mean, it's just a. It it can be a brutal atmosphere if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And that's how you, when you, as a coach, you don't have to weed out the the guys that that don't want to be there. Uh. I mean, it lessens the load for you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, That's crazy, man. And it's like it's like he always says, you know, guys with high standards don't want to be around mediocre. Oh, I love that quote. Yeah, I mean, they they don't want to be around mediocre people. And that's true. And you have a team with a lot of leaders that that have high standards. The mediocre performer, not the mediocre performers, but the, the mediocre effort guys, they just don't fit in and they end up not working out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true, man. One of the best now, quotes that I, he I, ever gave.
1: Yeah. When I say that, that, there are guys that work their ass off and are great teammates. Mo Smith went to Georgia his senior year. He was a great teammate. One of my, I mean, I loved him, uh, loved having him on the team, loved him being a part of, of our team. And he just, uh, I mean, Georgia was a better fit for him. Right. And that's, that's part of it sometimes. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying every guy that transfers is not. Yeah. Not a not a high character guy. Sometimes no. it just doesn't work out.
0: Well, I mean, look, you transferred, but you also did your time. You know, you were also a grad student. Like you, you, you. It was time. Like you got did the experience. You gave them what you, you know, what you promised. A lot of these guys go in. and It's like a year in, and they're like, you know what, man? If I transfer, I'm going to make some more money. Yeah. And this is there's a difference. You know, like I, 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 with Mo Smith, everyone wanted him to stay because we knew he was good.
1: Yeah. And well, we needed and he, him, and he was a uh, and he was a a re- he was a really good player. He was a uh, a great guy. And He was an asset to the program.
0: It's just so uh, that the whole even
1: if he wasn't playing, he was an asset to the program. yeah right right. Everyone you know?
0: knew it. Um, it's just so uh, the whole trade the uh, the whole transfer thing is just so different, man. Like,
1: yeah, it's hard for these kids, man. They're eighteen to twenty two. I mean, geez, I I think about how much of a dumbass I was, and I, I mean, I, I don't claim to to you know have all the answers or anything like that i, I got a long way to go that's yeah. for sure but just the the way i reacted to certain things when i was 20 was so much different than i react to things now you know yeah uh and hopefully when i'm 40 it'll be the same way but uh just kids are pulled in so many different directions you haven't had enough life experience to really realize what's in front of you Uh, sometimes you don't realize if you're selfish or not. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, uh, it's tough on these kids. And a lot of these parents have never been through this either. So they don't really know the answers either, but they sometimes push their kids in the wrong direction and they don't realize what they're doing. Yeah,
0: it's true. I wonder if they're ever going to be able to figure this out because there's no rules right now and, and and it's hurting everyone not having any kind of rules, you know, like,
1: well, they just gotten too crazy with it. Yeah. I mean, Kids. I think they're afraid they're going to get sued. Like, uh, oh, I, that's exactly what it yeah, is. I mean, like, they and, and they. they well, what they've come to realize is what they've been doing for years. I mean, it, it's. I mean, the NCAA is an awful organization. Yeah, those people is. are. You know, if there was there, sh- really, it should be a there should be a committee that makes no money but has a very genuine uh, care for kids that are in that position and they want what's best for those kids and the coaches. They have an understanding of what the process is like and they set the rules hearing both sides without having any, any financial incentive involved. Uh, but again, that's kind of not the way the world works. So I doubt that'll ever happen. Yeah, not now.
0: So it'll it'll be interesting. I, I, I just don't think that there's going to be any of these, um, Who's the guy, that linebacker that transferred to Arkansas?
1: And I know exactly who you're talking about. I um, can't remember his name off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, he was one where everyone Alabama to like, Arkansas, yeah, yeah. Like, what is
0: this guy leaving it for? Yeah. Um you know that, that I just don't think there's gonna be I think this team's like ready to win. Like I think that the 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 experience that they had together this year, that they're a tight knit group, and I think that they're gonna stick together and wanna
1: win it next year. Yeah. I mean the loss, honestly. Might have been good for
0: him. I want to say it was like Shane Lee or something, but that's not right.
1: No, I mean Dylan Lee was. I think you're.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm probably close, but not
1: close. <laughs> I think you're thinking of uh, of white linebackers at Alabama. <laughs> and you're, you're just remembering like a few names and throwing them together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very thin group these days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, any any guesses while I'm looking this up?
1: I want to say Tyler something.
0: Tyler something.
1: Tyler sounds good, at least
0: it does. What year was that? Twenty twenty one. Still looking here. Because I know Saban wanted him to stay. (laughs) And then last year, I think the receiver that transferred to LSU was, he kind of said there was one guy he wanted to stay.
1: And he said you'd be playing here right now. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But I knew that when, i I, that was my guess when he was like, oh, are you ready? I I figured it out. What did I say? I said Shane Lee. Yeah. And you said Tyler. (laughs)
1: Drew, Drew, Drew. Yes. Drew something. Uh, You're close. Not Davis, is it? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. You uh, me. Drew Sanders.
1: Oh, I knew oh, it. I yeah. Knew it.
0: yeah, yeah. Shows you where we are. Holy cow!
1: Can't believe it. I was. I, I. I. I could see it. Yeah, he was a good player, yeah, man. He was strong, strong, physical. Yeah, he's one that that I hated to see go too yeah yeah, you know i did too
0: uh all right as we start to wrap things up another another good episode of elephant in the room um we we we, we thought we were gonna have uh ryan here but we're gonna try to get him next
1: week yeah let's work on that he blamed he said, you he said monday oh yeah oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you got the young kids like you know, recording at, at, you know, at five o'clock or after work hours is, you know.
1: Yeah. I tough. basically got to hurry up and, you know, four o'clock. Yeah.
0: 4.30. Which oh. four, four, we did like five today.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll make it work. Yeah, we'll make it work. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't wait to hear what he has to say about this. Uh, All this stuff going on. Um, I, I just, I, it all goes back to me that. No matter how disappointed I am and how close I think that team was, is that I keep reminding myself that I have to appreciate what Nick Saban did this year.
1: Oh man, well you know you, what I mean. You think about in six, seven years, man, it's this will never happen again. I know. I go ahead and say it; it'll never happen. You'll never have a. I don't think there'll ever be a coach like him again. No. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure they said the same thing about Bear Bryant, but I really don't see anybody being this. Focused and in love with what they do, and just pulling people in that and keeping a staff around that's that dedicated to the players and the the organization in which they represent. Yeah, don't think you'll ever find another guy like
0: that. Mm -mm. And willing to adapt. You know, I I, I'll tell you this: like when he left uh, or when he does leave, I, I was like, I'd love to see Dabo. I mean, just because you know Dabo uh played at Alabama and he's had success, but he refuses to adapt to the way that the the college football is now. Oh yeah. And and it's it's hurting him and it's hurting I, his program.
1: I, yeah, I love Dabo, but again the, the caller that called in and Tyler? That, that I mean Tyler wasn't all wrong.
0: No. It's why know? it's stung. Yeah. You know the ones that hurt are the ones that there's some truth in there.
1: Well the problem with Dabo and and uh again I, I appreciate where he comes from and his his mindset is sometimes in in this business. I think you got to be a little cutthroat, and he doesn't have that in him. Yeah, and he's not willing to let go of people that he loves and appreciates in order to do that. Which I think you either got to pick a side there. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm more so on his side than I am the other side. Yeah, I right. can't imagine getting rid of guys that I love, appreciate and other families. I just, that would be very, very hard for me to do. So I'm probably not the best fit for a college coach, but, uh, I mean, you got to appreciate where he's coming from with all yeah. that.
0: Yeah. 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 I'm with you.
1: Uh, predictions by the time we talk, I'm taking Washington. I'm tired of going against them. I'm tired of getting proven wrong. Really? So I think I'm going to Washington. Yeah. I know mm. you're, I know you're, a Michigan guy, but well,
0: for, yeah. I mean, there's a seventy four percent chance that they're going to win.
1: Oh, oh yeah, I mean, you and, bet on Michigan yeah, too it's, against it's, Alabama, right? Hell no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I th- look. The only reason that I'm in this, the only reason that if Michigan wins, I'm going to win, is because I took Alabama to beat Michigan, and you have to put like what you think, like you know how confident you are right yeah well i thought that the michigan game was going to be tough but we'd win you know so it's like somewhere in the middle right confidence the national championship i'm very confident because i thought (laughs) bama is going to either beat texas in a rematch or they're going to blow out uh washington yeah so that's why i have all these points left because i I, that's what i was kind of thinking you know
1: i got you i got you will I'm just I'm going with Washington on principle. Yeah, and uh,
0: it's going to take them. They're going to have man, they're they're going to have to throw the ball on that Michigan defense.
1: Yeah, it's going to be weird if Washington wins the national championship. I know. You know. Well, Bama tried to get strange. their
0: offensive coordinator. Remember,
1: Grub. Yeah. yeah.
0: And and it looked like they were going to. And the guy's like, "Nah, I'm staying here." Yeah. And now and and it, and it it really looked like he was coming. Yeah. People have kind of ganged up on Tommy Reese.
1: I thought he did a hell of a job. Me too,
0: man. Leave him alone. Hell job. I, I'm with him too, man. I, you can't go out there and snap the ball. You know, and, and it, that's not his job. His job's the to call plays. And when, when man, those guys were executing, you know, they were playing good football.
1: And I, I don't think Seth McLaughlin is a, McLaughlin is a bad, bad player at all. Uh, I just think, you know, the quarterback center exchange, that's literally the most important component of football. You cannot have a play without a quarterback center exchange. Yeah. Nothing can be done without it. And I don't care how good you are at blocking a guy. I don't care how good you are at setting the protection, setting the the scheme, knowing where everybody's going to be. If if you cannot do that, then it's very hard to play center. And
0: You remember last year there was issues there too. And Bryce Young – made up for him i mean it wasn't perfect last year yeah now you got a guy that's you know a lot younger and a different type of guy yeah you, you know like the thing about bryce but he's Young. still
1: trying to figure out how to manage being a leader
0: yeah right and trying to think and about what he's going to gonna decide do with the whether ball. he's
1: going to be mad at this guy talk him up yeah try to figure out how to make this right uh again that's why we we're talking the other day just Coach Saban doesn't get mad at him. It's how do you get mad at a guy when that's not really a it's not really a try hard thing. It's yeah. not really a get it right. You're in the you're in the playoff at this point. It's too late, right? Like you can't you can't fix things anymore. Yeah, uh, it's just a tough spot to be in. Yeah. Well, I wish him the best as he transfers out. Yeah. Wish he was staying wish he was staying. Do I you? To see it. Yeah, I do. I think he'd be a lot happier and, and better off if he stayed and, and fought it out.
0: And 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 really, like, put the time in with Milrow and figured it out. Mm. But what if he just is, like, a guy that, like, gets the yips or something, you know? Like like baseball. Like, there's guys that just, this is, you know, Chuck Knobloch, really good baseball player. And then you hit a ground ball to him, and he throws it in the stands once in a while, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. From second base. That's a real thing. It is. It's a real thing for sure. That's why Rick Ankeel, who played baseball, no, no, you remember no, no. I've seen him? That story. Yeah. You know, well, he was Smoky,
0: and he, before my time, was uh, obviously a pitcher, and then got the yips, couldn't throw the ball, and came back as A
1: center fielder or right fielder. Yeah,
0: an outfielder, and that is amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh, as yeah, I, that's I'll amazing. Never forget that story.
0: Yeah. I mean, he was always a pretty good hitting pitcher, but you know, to actually like make it all the way back and be a good contributor. And to lose
1: that, that identity you've had is, I mean, growing up having that confidence and then all of a sudden there's some mental block you can't get over. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a huge blow to the ego or, or the, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I, I can't even imagine losing your identity like that. Yeah,
0: really? Well,
1: I'm sure that no, no, it sounds kind of, no, no, no,
0: no. It. I I'm with you, man. I mean, like, it's like when people see you as something yeah. and then all of a sudden you're now they see you as just a regular person. Oh yeah. That's gotta be tough to deal with.
1: There's uh, another not all those deals. I got a great joke, man. I was- <laughs> Is it going to be directed at me again? Kind (laughs) of.
0: I sat up after the last show and I was like, I wonder what shit he was going to (laughs) say. I guess I don't really have to worry about that.
1: (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Uh, This one I'll remember, though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm becoming the punching bag. <laughs> well, good show, man. Ha- have a have a great weekend, and let's uh, let's get back together next week. Yeah,
1: sounds we'll good. To ready me. to go?
0: All right, guys. A uh, couple things I want to remind you that the show is always presented by MyBookie. MyBookie.ag one hundred and ten percent price match when you use the promo code Next Round, and you got to use it now because that's not going to last forever. But uh, college football national championship game coming up on Monday got the NFL playoffs almost here, you got the NBA, you got the NHL, uh anything that you want to get into mybookie.ag and if you need some help with the picks, Lance's Lock and lanceslock.com, a winning bowl season for Lance Taylor. Uh he says he's leaning towards Washington in this championship uh, I, game. I
1: imagine the publics all over Michigan.
0: Yeah, they are, but I am too. I I just it's harder to game plan with it in a week than it is a month. And Michigan just I, I don't know man, you know what? It's like the regular season. Michigan you know? mi- yeah, mi- Michigan's in uncharted water, but so is Washington. Yeah. You know, it's who knows. Anyway, Lance go trust Lance. Don't trust me. Trust Lance, go check him out, com. And uh, always great hanging out with you guys. Uh, make sure that you like and follow Elephant in the Room, Roll Tide Pods, part of Disrupt the Media. And it is always a a pleasure to hang out with you guys here. So Roll Tide, everybody.